Coming up on Super Poothers, Ryan has been Netflix binging again. There's apparently a new show that you need to watch. Find out next on Super Boothers. Is your photo booth business struggling with organization? You need to check out PB Planners, perfect for new photo booth companies. Your new planner features a workflow from booking to follow-up, inventory checklists, an event summary, mileage tracking, and much more. Visit their website at pbplanners.com for more details. Welcome to Super Boothers. My name is Ryan. And I'm in this mail. Morning, kids. Oh, school's back in season, right? It is back. In, it is back. So you know how I know? Traffic. Traffic. There's a lot more traffic now. <laughs> so kids, if you're on the way to school, have a great day. Be nice to your teacher. I wrote you a little note. It's in your lunchbox. Just have a very spiritual and opening day and learn a lot. And when you go for nap time... Make sure you don't sleep the rest of the day. You have to actually wake up. School's not over. So this is the thing. My mother used to make a lunch for me on the first day of school, and then she just completely dropped the ball and never did it ever again. That's kind of that's pretty. No, like then it was just like a fist. <laughs> then it was just like a fistful of cash and just be like, here, go. Although I will say this. So I was I was not the best student because I was I really I was one of those that never really had to study. So like I I would I to this day I see things I just retain it like I really don't have to like go over it and over and over like repetition is just never my thing. So there were kids that would be like, "Oh, did you study?" I'm like, "No." I'd take the test, I get like a 90. And they like, "How did how did you do that? Like who did, wh- who did you cheat on?" I'm like, "I just never had to do that." So but the thing is, I was never like the the per- I'm not a morning person. I'm just not a morning person. There was times where I, my mother would come wake me up. I must have been like, I don't know, very much in elementary school. And she'd come and she'd be like, Ryan, it's time to get up. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting ready. And she'd come in like 30 minutes later and she's like, okay, it's time to go. I would still be sleeping. (laughs) I'm definitely not surprised to hear that. That's that's literally how my day went yesterday. (laughs) Decades later, it's still the same routine. Decades later, same thing, different day. (laughs) Aren't you supposed to be a role model for the kids in the car? Like, what's the lesson there? No, the lesson here is do what you want, respect your (laughs) respect your own body and your time clock, and you'll be fine. (laughs) But on the other end, my little brother he he would get up at like four o'clock, five in the morning, like bright and shining like a little sunflower i'm just like oh uh uh-uh get away from me see i'm definitely not a morning person but it's not because i have something against the morning it's because i stay up so late i can't get to sleep there's so much going on so So i can't 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 put you to sleep can't wake you up so i I, how can you get up at four or five in the morning when you just went to bed a couple hours before that just impossible so I, i i actually am in that like little like late night phase as well and i was actually in bed turned on netflix i was like oh i'm just gonna watch a little show and guess what binge time yes so there's this new show called stay here which is flipping genius i must have watched like four episodes back to back to back to back I've never heard of the show. 
Yeah, because it just came out. Why would you? Um, the premise of the show is with Genevieve Gorder. She was on Trading Spaces a long time ago. She just looks simply gorgeous, and she's doing her designerly duties. And what they do is they go into essentially like these investment properties that people use as rental or vacation homes. Um, so the very first episode they do is a houseboat in Seattle. And I know everyone is going to be like, well, what does this have to do with photo booths? Stay with me here. So essentially what they do is they go in, they do their consultation, they walk through the space. This houseboat was just horrible. It was this ugly, bluey, tealy color. It was just disgusting. Like the layout of the first floor was just all out of whack. Like, and I, have you ever been on a houseboat? Um, as I said in the last episode about luxury, I don't have many luxurious experiences in my life, so no, I don't. A houseboat's not necessarily luxury. It's listen to a guy from Brooklyn, New York. That sounds pretty fancy. A houseboat? Yeah, sounds like oh, a. Okay. It sounds pretty fancy to me. I don't know. To me, it's just like a trailer home on water. But <laughs> I mean, because that's what they look like. They're just like these prefab manufactured homes that are just floating on the water. Maybe I'm showing my ignorance, but yep. This thing. Well, this thing. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying it's a yacht. Anyways, so this little houseboat was very much decrepit was the word. I guess they purchased it for something like 150000 and it was like a money pit. I guess there was like issues with the hull. They had to move it into dry dock. So whenever the episode starts, it's in dry dock. They go in, they evaluate the space and be like, listen, here are your strengths, here are your weaknesses, which I just love whenever people do that with businesses just because it just it's always good to get a second set of eyes on something. So what I really appreciate about this was, you know, you have, you know, a new set of eyes going in, looking at the space saying, listen, this is what it could be. So then they go over the numbers. They're like, well, where do you want to end up? And I guess they have a little girl. She's about to start school. So they wanted to pay for private school for her and maybe a little make a, a little money on the side. But for the most part, they want to like cover their expenses, you know, cover their, their payment, the insurance, whatever. Fast forward, they do the redesign, and the redesign was just amazing. I mean, you just need to watch this episode. And then what they do is they go over the business end of it with them. So they're like, this is what you need to do whenever you're doing vacation home rentals. And they talked about marketing photos, and they talk about, you know, hey, here's the description that you put on Airbnb. We are similar to so many more businesses that I than I think that people give us credit for. For example, the the CRM system that I use was built for me based off of a hotel software. Like the system that I use because hotel rooms, so essentially what would be a hotel room in this system is like a photo booth in my system. And it, it's the same thing because it's the same amount of – it's inventory-based and <laughs> – except my, my photo booths rent by the hour. <laughs> So it's not, it's not really the same. <laughs> well, no, you wouldn't have a hotel room by the hour, but if you well, did. Some, some hotels do that. Uh, not many legal ones. <laughs> um, but anyways. but that's, I, hope but the that, kids are, I hope the kids are in school by now. Yes, I hope you have dropped them off by now. <laughs> uh, pay attention. Do you have your Lunchable? Do you do your homework? Do your homework. Put on your headphones. Uh, no, so – they that's the kind of similarities but what i appreciate about this is is i think everyone needs to go through their ads and see like the things that they are putting out for like advertisements so for example the knot wedding wire 
those things are just exactly like Airbnbs work. Because with Airbnbs, you have like a main hero photo. So in the third episode, they do like a little pool house um, in Austin, in, in SoCo, in South Congress. So it's a beautiful yellow house. The outside is fabulous. The inside, not so much. It just looks like a bachelor kind of like, you know, was collecting stuff. And it was like a frat house over the years. There's a fabulous pool in the back, a pool house. And they ended up doing like a nice like little like cabana little setup. And I really did enjoy this. So what Genevieve did was she had an artist come in and essentially do like a mural on the front face of this pool house. And she goes, we really wanted to create a social media moment. That really struck with me on how – because hello, photo booths, what do we do? Social media moments. And we really and you've mentioned that before too, the, the importance of creating that shareable moment. Yeah, I say this on a daily basis until my face turns blue. We create shareable content. That is what we do. Don't focus on, you know, whatever your booth looks like. Focus on what it can do. The, the other good thing about what you said is something we've touched on before as well is going through the customer's journey. So you, like you, that's what you're trying to get at with looking at your ads. What are you putting out there? So it's important sometimes to go into the customer's mindset, see what they see, and try to put yourself in their shoes and understand what they'd expect based on what you put out in your ad. One of the great things that really resonated with me was uh, I guess this particular homeowner had a a property management company manage his essential Airbnb because he just – he didn't live there. He couldn't do it. So they were kind of learning from both of – you know, from each other on – the description that they created and he goes the photo that was there before why the photo was wrong so you go in and if someone is scrolling again the same thing goes for the knot wedding wire you know thumbtack whatever we all have these online profiles photo booth finder and all these places that the customer can potentially see us at so you're scrolling and you're looking at like why are you sticking out versus everyone else it's a thing that I talked about in my branding webinar from whenever. Uh, if you take all of your logos and if you compare your logo to every other photo booth company's logo, how are you, how is yours different? If you have a camera and a mustache and some sunglasses and your name includes photo or snap or you know whatever, because those are the most common photo booth names, how are you different? How is someone? How are you going to be memorable? Now, Ryan, I, I actually I haven't heard this show, but I like shows like Bar Rescue, The Profit, whatnot. This is sounds like it's kind of similar, but Netflix's version is that true? Yeah, and it's it's about. Can you remind me? It's about vacation rentals, or is it about yeah, any so type of? No, so it's it's vacation rentals. So rental properties that you know are decrepit that people are there's one woman she she wants to live in this house six months then rent it out for six months she goes my husband passed away she goes i really need a way to generate income and the house needed some work and she goes i'm a girl girls don't do this stuff like she goes i'm having difficulty with it so they came in this was the one in malibu they completely redid you know the the backyard and all this other stuff they put in a deck um, you know, fix up the kitchen. They did a lot of demo. But one thing that they're doing in every single unit or every single house or rental, she goes, we're always creating social media moments. 
that I thought was just so profound. Like this is something that is like so consistent. So that was another thing that kind of came up is, you know, whenever, you know, so, whenever we're, go ahead. What, what, what does that mean in the context of vacation rentals? What is a social media moment? So are they, are they using that term for shareable content? Does it mean yeah, the same just thing? stuff that's like really Instagrammable. So I believe in the third episode, maybe uh, it was the yellow block in, in Brooklyn. And it was, there was a story about how, uh, I guess the son of this father, I guess the, I guess he was a widow, uh, or widower rather. And the son was really attached to this like yellow Lego. And there was a cinder block outside that they had painted yellow. And it was just like his like kind of, um, comfort item. Like it was something that he just like had to do, you know, just kind of like one of those rituals. Like whenever, like, you know, you leave, you like always like, you know, touch a wall or touch something before, I don't know, just whatever superstitions we may have. So in the house, they did a, uh, a mural that had like the top five things or whatever. There was stuff that was permanently painted on like uh it looked like chalkboard and what they mean by social media moment is doing something that the customer can take a photo of that that they will share on instagram so in the example of the austin pool house the photo of like the wall or the pool house mural whenever someone takes a photo of that oh look where i am like it just looks visually interesting so, you know, just something that's very Instagrammable. And I know that that's kind of another little buzzword. That seems to um, be something that's happening more often across the board. Like even at Disney, there's a certain spot that they've created. Yeah, the purple wall. Yeah, that's it, such a big thing, the purple wall. Or even things like in, in New York City, things become that. Like those um, – the bulls. Have you seen the bulls in the city where all the tourists are taking pictures of the bull? Yeah, and yeah, uploading yeah. It online? yeah, yeah. Sometimes they happen naturally, but people want to take – that's the other thing to keep in mind. People want to do this. They want to document where they are, what they're doing, and share it. Yeah, you just and need to give them the opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. So it was it was really great. So going back to the profiles, whenever they were setting things up, is you know how what makes you different. One of the things when the instance of the Austin House. So again, they're having lunch. They're kind of going over the description. They're going over the title. You know, they're going out of going over all of, like the pretty things as to you know make this place seem interesting to make it seem appealing to make you you know want to click on it the previous photo was the bedroom with the i guess the french doors opening up to the pool but you barely saw the pool he goes what you're telling me is that the best feature of this house is the master bedroom and it wasn't the master bedroom looked really sad i mean it looked like it was bad he goes what you need to do is we need to showcase this pool because that's the that's the differentiator between you and someone else and another property. So what he did was, and again, Genevieve did this fabulous, just amazing wall mural on the front of this pool house. So you see this cool mural. You see this little cabana. You see this gorgeous pool. You see the jacuzzi. You see the landscaping. That's the first photo. That's the photo that makes you want to go to that. So kind of like with mine. So with mine, and actually I've heard this from a client. I took a client out to lunch a couple of weeks ago and I asked, cause this is an agency client that came out of the blue. I'm like, how did you find me? Like it was, it was a little strange because it was the most organic in every sense of the word. He ended up 
telling me like, oh, you know, I found you. I, I was on like third page of whatever he was searching for, which I've checked now and it's since the first page now. So that's kind of good because um, I knew what his search terms were. I'm pretty sure other people know what that is um, or other people search for the same thing. So we went to lunch. I was like, well, why did you choose me? Like, I'm a little curious as to why he goes, the, whenever I clicked on your website and the photo opened up. So the photo that I have is a bride. She has a freakishly long arm and she's touching the ring light. And the reason why she has a freakishly long arm is because I used a wide angle lens. So it just looks a little exaggerated. And I, and I was like, he goes, I saw this photo. He said it was just beautiful. And it was just that reaction. Oh, I get it now. Like it just evoked a feeling. So that's what we need to do is make sure that our photo booths and the photos that we use to represent us as a company are appealing and are different from everyone else. Why are you special? Great. You have a mirror booth. Now what? Before, I just don't want to forget this. And just a side note, we don't have to go into it, but you're doing so much. You just mentioned so many things that you did right. I don't want people to skip over them. You took your client to lunch. That's one thing that's right. The other thing is that you're actually asking them, you're kind of interviewing them to find out ways to improve your business or find out ways to understand why they're choosing you. I think that – Well, and I did that 45 minutes in. I didn't – that's course. another thing is I didn't walk in and be like, hey, why'd you book me? <laughs> but the, the fact that you're trying to learn and improve and understand, I think that's something that any business trying to be successful should uh, internalize. So I just wanted to point that out. But yeah, I think that the, the – Thank you. Noted. <laughs> I'm just uh, tooting your horn, Ryan. But yeah, I think you're touching on a lot of things that – make a lot of sense to people. And I don't know how often as business owners, we actually take a step back and think about, Hey, everyone else has a mirror booth or a open, whatever kind of booth. Why and how can I stand out? So thinking that way, just, just having that mindset alone puts you on the path to differentiating yourself. I think a lot has to go with branding and just having a point of view and a voice and, you know, whether it's your story or because the story with the yellow, the yellow block, that was just a little impactful. Like, why, why are you doing this? Why are you here? You know, if you're a veteran and you ended up doing a photo booth company because of whatever reason, you know, that's, that's part of your story. Thank you for your service. I mean, those things are what make us us and that's what differentiates us is our story and our voice and whatever tone we have like i really do believe that we need to like go forward with that that that's so true um you should tell your story because nobody else can be you and something that i've been hearing recently it's a it's like a common theme i've noticed these comedians that i uh i've been i've been listening to interviews of these comedians about how they became big um and one thing that I've noticed most of them say is that their breakthrough, you know, the, the, the moment they catapulted, they really trace it back to when they started to feel comfortable being themselves. When they stopped acting like a different persona and just went out there and was themselves. And I think there's a big lesson there that we can take as business owners as well. That I think is a little true. Uh, I don't think that it's true for everyone. I will say this, the most successful comics are absolutely like that. Well, well think, about, I, think about it this way, Ryan. If, if you weren't yourself and I wasn't myself, would this show be as successful as it is? 
No. Exactly. So I mean, that's the whole that's the whole purpose. Like I'm blunt and you tiptoe around it are Mr. Nice Guy. I just don't play that. <laughs> it's I a good balance. I it's, don't have time. I'm the I'm time. the yin to your yank, you know. Admit it. <laughs> you are You could be the yank, you could be the I'll be the yin. <laughs> you <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> what what <laughs> we finish each other's lasagna <laughs> or you're uh as as you're, it's not spaghetti because that, that no, <laughs> you're, you're 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 the ketchup to my eggs <laughs> i don't do that that's just disgusting no but the point the point really is that like you said tell your story be yourself if you emulate other people yes you can learn from observing people you can learn from watching what works for other people but it'll never work for you if you don't do it in your way I think that that's a big thing in this industry. And I think I've mentioned before um, at the Photo Booth Expo, LA Photo Party and Yoda Booth said the same thing. You can't worry about other people because they can never do it your way. And that's the real differentiator. You. And I think I think that's I think that's been a big theme with our show in general is Again, we have talked about how more people have said, hey, listen, I want you to do more technical stuff. And I'm like, mm, yeah, no, that's not what we do. And it's not just because like we don't don't want to do it or I'm, I'm being mean about it. It's just because the technology is not what matters. Like Photobus have been around for quite some time and they've consistently changed. Like I really – we got a comment in from the show where someone said – how they really appreciate it because it gives them the inspiring idea. It's not, Hey, do this. It's, Hey, this is what worked for me. This is what worked for me. Yeah, no. And and on that point, like that, that client of yours said he picked you because of that image. It's a beautiful image, right? But someone else may not have had that same reaction. They may have thought, look at this long arm. I would never go with this company. For sure. So you, you can't get everyone. You just have to be yourself and trust that the right customers will be attracted to that. Next week on Superboothers. I just think that if you, because I, again, try and sell the experience like that. And what I mean by that is I sell the outcome. I, I sell the content that we're creating. So it allows me to have things that are a little bit, A, more customizable, and B, I can charge more for just how I present it and package it, rather.